0: Welcome to the Hateful Place Tabletop Roleplay Game Podcast. I'm Dave Mitchell, game creator of The Hateful Place, or THP for short. In this podcast I'll be talking about the origins of the game, its creation, and some thoughts and suggestions for anybody looking to create a game of their own. This episode is called Origins, How and Why I Created an RPG That Sells. Firstly. I'm not going to get into the design of the game mechanics too heavily. I'll discuss that in more depth in coming podcasts. Also, nothing is ever a one size fits all. This is how I did it, and it worked for me. Where to begin? Well, I decided to create an RPG. Basically, it was productive to do. I needed something positive to occupy my mind. I needed an escape. D&D had proved a huge support when I was younger, and it seemed like gaming was a possible option again. The very short version of the story. When I was 13, D&D hit the UK in its basic 1E edition. There was a cool backstreet game store called Dungeons & Starships in Birmingham, England. It was on Summer Row. There was a sci-fi bookshop next to it called Andromeda. The other side, I think, was a porn cinema called something like Oasis Cinema. I was only interested in the game store, to be very honest. As well as the big name products, Dungeons and Starships had lots of homemade releases like Tunnels and Trolls, whose modules looked like they'd been made on a photocopier, and probably were. They had a similar appearance to the low budget indie comics you see in big comic stores, really cool and original and punk style homemade, which was a stylistic inspiration for the look and production of THP. I went with the early choice of zero text on the abstract art covers for the books as a label identity. D&D was a game that I embraced until I went to college, then life took over. I moved away from gaming until a handful of years ago. A lot had happened industry-wise in the time away. 2e, 3e, 4e, which didn't seem popular, 5e, which is at the moment, Ravenloft, Pathfinder, something called Warhammer, including Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, which is a new favorite of mine, plus an old-school renaissance that mutually doesn't seem to get on with grunyards. Traveller has gone from classic to T5, a book that could stop a missile, let alone a bullet and various spin-offs and new versions. So, I decided to come up with something that was so simple that even I could understand it. Rules light. Create a character quickly, then get on and play. Get on with it. Plus, the plan was also to have lots of tables in the books so that players could use them in other games if they wanted to. It would be inclusive and affordable. If you're creating your own RPG, and I'm guessing that you'll have a minimum background knowledge of RPGs to allow you to do this, do your research once you've had your idea. I spent 3 years frequenting myself with other systems that were already on the market with the intention of avoiding their ideas and mechanics when creating THP. Then playtest your idea. My original playtest document for the first Core Rules book was only 5 pages long. I sent it out to a handful of people. I listened to the feedback, took it on board the parts I agreed with, then expanded the document with the changes and my new ideas to 64 pages. That became the first of the three core rules books. Now, the premise of THP is that darkness has fallen upon the world and now there's only one hour of light per day. Evil 1. It's a fantasy horror place of demons and monsters. Now you have to fight back. So far, modules have been released with settings in 1423, Wild West times, 1946 and Nazis 1 settings, you name it. Games have been played with a sci-fi setting and there's a 1723 set pirate adventure module called Pirates of Darkness due out this Halloween. Set THP when and wherever you want. Create your own adventures, DIY, It's worst case scenario and now your characters must survive and fight to overcome this dark new order. Like Planet of the Apes when the astronauts crash land on the planet and the super intelligent apes are already in control. That was problematic. And Charlton Heston finding the Statue of Liberty at the end? Spoiler. That was just cool. By the time you get to three, being the third book of the hateful place, things turn even darker with the introduction of flesh as a commodity. Flesh traders and markets and grave robbers. Fun for all the family? Well, maybe not. Depends on the particular family, I guess. In the adventure module Victimshire, It's 1423 and you have options to use NPCs such as King Henry V, Frankenstein's Reanimation and Billy the Kid as you trek across an English county to try to break into a manor house to kill a vampire queen. It's also a semi-official 4th rule book, it's cool. If you're talking RPG, you've got to talk dice, so let's talk about dice. The Hateful Place uses three dice, D20, D10, D6. Traveller's two D6 system I like so much that it influenced THP in terms of combat. Keep it simple, stupid is advice I can relate to. Less dice equals faster play. THP is roll, R-O-L-E play rather than roll, R-O-L-L play at heart. Some RPGs have lots of dice. People love dice, but I stuck with three. Oh, special note, no D4 means no accidentally stepping on one. We've all done that and it hurts. It really hurts. Really. Regarding the system, combat should be potentially deadly. I'm not much into the, you blow on a dragon, it drops dead, then you waltz off with huge amounts of treasure approach. If somebody fires at the intended victim and it hits, the chances are that victim is going to die. That's how weapons work. One stab with a dagger can and does kill. Don't test that theory at home. The magic system of THP has major penalties and is so deadly that many adventures pass with magicians or believers never even using one spell it's what I thought was more logical in terms of not letting magic come easy to PCs. Magic should be for major use, not just something without any payment required in terms of its impact upon the user and those around them. A curse as much as a gift. Now, to invent a game is pretty cool. It is. Even if not many people initially buy the books, that's okay. Build it and they might come. You won't know if you don't try. If you have to draw the maps yourself because you can't afford to pay somebody who actually knows what they're doing, that's okay. If it's not fun, why bother? That's free advice. It's the only free thing I'm offering right now. Also, I assume that each day could be my last, so I get the product out there. If you want to do something, just do it. Some corporation already said that before, right? The, uh, the just do it bit yeah, I thought so. Oh well. Plan release dates. Although all the best release plans and promotion can get blown out of the water when somebody bigger brings out a beholder miniature at the same time this happened, it was frustrating. Cool mini though. As a horror fantasy RPG, I always plan for a Halloween release each year. Now options for selling? Self-publish on sites such as Lulu for print-only copies or drive RPG for print and PDF copies. There are increasing numbers of other sites, but I'm yet to try them. Self-publishing is the cheapest route. Unless you're selling high numbers, Avoid buying thousands of print copies to sell until they've been ordered and paid for, unless you want a room full of unsold books. There are plenty of people out there with full rooms of books and they can't sell them. But what price do you charge? Believe in your product. Set a fair but realistic price. Pay what you want basically enables people to pay zero. Imagine busking all day in the street, and when you're done, the crowd walks away without putting anything in the hat. Ask for nothing, you'll get nothing. Set achievable sales targets in terms of numbers of books to sell. Be real, set them low. Too high and you'll feel deflated if you don't achieve them. Mountain high is not a good thing to stare up at. When you hit a target, you think, if I can sell one book, then I can sell 10. If I can sell 10, I can sell 100. And so on. Be tenacious, be positive, keep going, release more books. Crowdfunding is another route, but I decided to avoid it and the pressures of other people's money in the bank and a deadline. Most THP releases are at least a month earlier than planned. Outside factors can cause delays so limited budget actually means less avoidable production factors that are out of your control and usually less delay. Selling on Amazon will get you so little money per book that you'll consider never even buying off Amazon again, let alone selling on it. Owen, oh, don't bank on review sites or podcasters. They're only after the big systems. Promote yourself. Word of mouth is the best. Build on that with your own social media and podcasts. Nobody will promote you better than you can on your best day. Don't be humble. Nobody else is. Oh, and make use of modern technology. Businesses are using Zoom for conferences and meetings. Gamers are using it to run online games. The second is much more fun. Embrace technology because most of it is free. Report anything good that happens, record podcasts, promote yourself on social media. I prefer Instagram as it's friendlier than Twitter, and I avoid Facebook. Invest in a decent phone if you don't have one already. One that will allow you to take pictures of your work or games or dice or whatever, and put them on decent sites or let you record podcasts. You don't have corporate money for promotion, but you do have technology in your hand, so use it to your advantage. In the coming podcasts, I'll be going through each THP book and talking about the contents, the system, how it works, and also about the games that have been run so far. The books have sold as far as Brazil, Germany, and the USA. That's amazing. There's an enormous amount of personal pride to be taken in the knowledge that people are playing your game and enjoying it. Treasure that knowledge, hold on to it. I do, it means a lot. If you want to know more about The Hateful Place, there are articles, interviews, links to online games and lots more on the site, thehatefulplace.wordpress.com. There are daily posts on the Instagram page the underscore hateful underscore place or on twitter at the hateful place which also has the links to these new podcasts well that's it for now this was an introduction to the world of the hateful place in future podcasts I'll be talking about each THP book in detail rule books and modules as well as feedback from referees and players as to what they enjoy about THP and why they keep buying the books If you have any specific questions, DM me on Instagram or Twitter. And remember that regarding the hateful place, it's only deadly if you die. Thanks for listening.